Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, March 6, 2020. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else but stick around. It's probably going to be educational. You might learn something new. All right? Because today... I am centering my podcast around uh, movies, actually. So first and first of all, I'm recording at one thirty-six in the morning because I I can't sleep. I feel like I'm dealing with like an anxiety thing. I'm having like uh, I don't know, is it an anxiety attack? No, right? No, it's more like I'm just having a lot of anxiety right now, and it's one thirty in the morning and I can't sleep. I don't know if it's I can't sleep or I'm wide awake. Is it the same thing? I don't know which one it is. Is it like am I, I'm not sleepy or that I can't? Anyway. Anyway, welcome to the podcast, everyone. So I just came uh, since it is one in the morning. I just got off my shift at like 11 p.m. on a Thursday evening. And I every Thursday, if you've been keeping up with this podcast, I <clears throat> excuse me, listen, I, I, I host a pod. Uh, I host a podcast. I host a radio program called Heard on Thursdays. Every Thursday for one hour, we talk to you know, interesting guests that have something to share. And today, um, we actually, I had three guests this evening. And I, I forgot their last names. I'm not going to lie to you. But their names were Monster. Yeah, her name was Monster. Or at least that's her nickname. Monster, Jaja, and Joanna. And what they were, they, they were all pushing for their, their, their filmmakers. They're all filmmakers. And they are pushing for something that's happening in the middle of this month, actually. It's called Daang Dokyu. D-A-A-N-G-D-O-K-Y-U. Daang Dokyu. And it's a, uh, it's a documentary film festival centered around, uh, the Philippines. It's about the Philippines. So it's, it's like the first documentary film festival about the Philippines. So it's happening March 16 to 21. Uh, if you go to daangdokyu, D-A-A-N-G-D-O-K-Y-U dot P-H, you can see all the details. You can see the, 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 the films that they're going to be screening. And you know what? I, I, I never really, cause you know, when you think of when you, and people ask me, what's your favorite movie genre? Documentaries would never be at the top of my list. I would, it would never even, I w- it wouldn't even cross my mind. You know, I, I think like action, comedy, you know, porno, right? <laughs> but documentary is something that I wouldn't really put at the top of my list. But then during the whole dis- discussion, I learned a lot, by the way. Uh, one thing I did really kind of realize is that the few documentaries that I have watched have really impacted my life, whether temporarily or or permanently. I don't know if permanently, but, you know, it, it has shaped my view on the world and i it made me really think like yeah documentaries are are pretty powerful things i mean imagine if we watch more documentaries than we did 
Marvel movies, right? I mean, I'm not saying I love Marvel movies, all right? But I'm just saying, if you watch more documentaries, I feel like you'd get a, you'd be a more intelligent person. I mean, I, I, am I lying by saying that? Yeah, I think you would be. Versus, you know, watching uh, Captain America's ass for, for three hours. Um, America's ass, right? Um, what was I saying? So, yeah. Uh, so, for example, I'll give you an example. Like, I watched Super Size Me before. If you've ever heard of that. It's about it's about uh, McDonald's and how this guy ate Mac- nothing but McDonald's for I forgot how long. And, like, how sick he got. I mean, obviously, it was extreme how he did it. But, you know, if you watch it, you're like, shit. Like, damn, that's how they make this shit. Also, what else? And then, you know, it makes you think. I remember not eating meat for, like, a week. Or not eating uh, McDonald's for, like, a week. And then I... I the, 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 the call of the chicken nuggets, man. It was too powerful. The chicken nuggets were like, come eat me. Put this nastiness in your body. And I did it. I did it. I'm still eating chicken nuggets to this day. Um... But, you know, just stuff like that. Uh, another example would be uh, Game Changers, which I talked about on this podcast. I mean, Game Changers, I, I actually considered going plant-based because of that. Obviously, I'm not. I'm on keto right now. It's like the opposite pretty much. Uh, but stuff like that. And it's really cool. I mean, there there are stories to tell. It's split up into five days. I'm talking about Dang Dokyu. It's split up into five March 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Well, there's like a screening, like a opening night, but the main like screening of the entries to the film festival are ran over five days. And each day has a kind of a theme. So the first day I think is like nature. I uh, know. Uh, what is it? Uh, war- not global warming. Eh? Something like climate change. Eh? And pre- oh, yeah, there we go. Climate change. And yeah, I mean that's that's what it is. Like those are the yeah. I'm like oh here are the days. Here we go. Days, ecology, nation, taboo, localities, and then the future. Those are the five sections. And yeah, I mean I can't talk about it in full because I don't know much about it besides what I learned from them this evening. It's it's too in depth to, for me to like say go on this day or watch this documentary. Go. Go look it up yourself if you're a fan or even if you're not. I feel like there's something to take away. And it's the first of its uh, kind, man. So, you know, who knows if it blows up in the future. You could say, hey, I went to the very first Daang Dokyu. Na I mean? And the reason why uh, I'm talking about film, not because I just interviewed some filmmakers. Uh, my cousin chatted me earlier. No, not early. Like, yeah, like actually we're chatting right now. But he chatted me about an, an hour ago. Saying that he saw one of my former co-workers, his name is, uh, well, I'll, sh- I'll share that story in a bit, who was walking from uh, the, the place I used to work at to his home. So my cousin lives in San Diego. I used to live in San Diego. I used to work in San Diego. I used to work at this movie theater called Edwards Mira Mesa 18. Go Google it. It's such a fa- fucking fantastic theater. It's so big. Edwards, like Cullen, right? Edwards Mira Mesa, M-I-R-A-M-E-S-A, 18. Google it and, and tell me what you think because that, that theater is freaking awesome, man. It, it, so many memories. And uh, my coworker, his name is Beethoven, and not that you guys care, except for Jasmine who probably listens to this podcast. My friend Jasmine, who I used to work with at Edwards. Uh, my friend Be- Be- Beethoven. Beethoven always walks because he doesn't drive. And he's been working there for over a decade now because I started working there 
in 2010. And I worked there from 2010 to 2015, right before I moved out here. So I was there for five years. And Beethoven worked there before I worked there. So he's been there for more than a decade. Give that man an award. Damn. But uh, it brought back good memories. Uh, so my cousin and I started chatting because my cousin worked at a Jamba Juice across from the theater. And we worked there at the same time. So we had this thing. And I had another cousin, his brother. His name is Richard. And he would work at this this burger place next door. I don't know if it's still there. It's called Islands. And then my other cousin, their sister, worked at this place called Panera Bread. And we were all in the same lot at one point in time. And it was so crazy because we would go get Jamba Juice. We'd go get burgers or Panera Bread. Then we'd go watch a free movie. It was like the life. And so I, me and my cousin, we were just reminiscing about our times. So first, I'm going to talk about working at a movie theater. So it's different from the theaters here in the Philippines. Like I think the structure, like in terms of how they staff their people. I've never worked at a movie theater, but just from my observation and having worked in a theater in the States, it's it seems vastly different. Like the roles that people play here. I mean, there's the ticket sellers, you know, the box office, there's the concessions, but it seems rather it's not as... I don't know. I don't I don't I don't even see like the ushers cleaning. I don't know how it works. Anyway, working at a movie theater, guys, is probably the best one of the best experiences that I ever had in my life. Like I feel like it shaped who I am today. And I know that sounds very corny and whatever, but it really did. I'm going to tell you some of the best stories about working at a movie theater in the US, at this theater in particular. Uh well, I guess it 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 kind of works out for all the theaters in the U.S. because they're kind of similar structure. So I started 2010, and uh, the first thing that they teach you there is how to do concessions. So concessions is where they sell popcorn, where they sell drink, and it's such a they they place such a big emphasis on concessions because that's how mo- most movie theaters make their money. Uh, if you didn't know that, most theaters make their money from the concessions, not from the ticket sales. Because the the studios take most of the money, it, it, the the concessions is where they where the theaters really parang dun sila bumabawi, dun sila ano kumigita, and yeah, so you learn concessions. And I remember first day on the job, I it was my first actual job selling shit before, and yeah, you will be fucking shocked at how much popcorn when I was there, right? When I was there, it's probably more now because of inflation. When I started, the large bucket of popcorn was $8, which is 400 pesos. <laughs> that's how much they inflate the prices because that's how much they have to, to make. You know, that's how they need to make money. And it's crazy. People will buy it. People will pay for it because it is like an experience. It's kind of like going to Disneyland. You know, you, you kind of turn your mind off. And ticket, tickets were fucking expensive when I left. I, I, they're, when I left, like a regular ticket, like non matinee, non discounted time was like thirteen. IMAX was like eighteen or twenty. I'm not sure. Something like that. Grave. So I, you first thing you do is uh, concessions, and then you start working other parts of the theater. The other thing that they teach you is the most simple. It's like the bare. It's like the basic grunt work. It's called ushering. So that's basically cleaning theaters. Now, part of it is cleaning the bathrooms, which is the fucking worst. I got a story about that in a bit. Um, and then the the other part of it is uh, tearing tickets. And I love tearing tickets, or they call it greeting. 
So you tear the ticket and you say, hey, uh, you're in theater number seven on your left, blah, blah, blah. I could still probably do it really well right now. And I like that. You know, most people surprisingly didn't like it because you're stuck in one spot and you're just, you're not moving. But I enjoyed it, A, because even though I wasn't allowed to, I was able to text at the podium. And B, it's the chance to like chat up pretty girls, right? I remember that's what I would do, especially because, you know, when you're in the theater, usually you go there either. When do you go to the movies, right? You go on a date. You go with your family. You rarely go on your own. So you go you, you go on a date, you go with your family, or you go with your friends. And eventually, you would know who was there on a date and who was there with their friends. You, like, you work there long enough. You'll figure it out. And I remember I got pretty good at figuring out which girls were there without a date or a boyfriend or a husband. <laughs> yeah and then the best part is that when you're greeting right uh you line up the people and there are a couple theaters uh in this case when you were greeting on one side uh theater number one which is the imax theater and theater number nine you could line up the lines alongside the greeter stand and if so happened like there was a pretty girl who was there first I remember I would just talk to pretty girls all day. That's what I would do. I would do it at concessions. I would do it at box office. And of course, what is my go-to line is, you like free movies? <laughs> we would get free movies. That's the perk of working at a movie theater, BT Dubs. You get free movies. Uh, technically, the rule was you get like, I think my understanding was two, two tickets a day. But it was pretty flexible. And usually, you would just walk in if you worked there. So you wouldn't really have to kind of go through any paperwork or paper trail for that shit unless it was like a really busy movie. But yeah, I mean, I watched so many freaking movies at my time there. Anyway, back to my stories. Uh, yeah, I would just flirt with pretty girls. I would, if I worked in concessions, I would ask if they wanted extra popcorn. If they didn't like, I'd give them an extra box of popcorn. Yeah, if my boss listened to this, I'd probably they're like, yeah, we should have fired you way, way long ago. But I, they would pay for stuff. I wouldn't just give them like free popcorn, like bags or whatever. Like they would buy shit, and then I just hook him up with extra popcorn. So I guess that, that's all right, right? <laughs> or give them extra nacho cheese. Grave, I, I remember like so many, like so many good memories of that. Not just the girls. There's always pretty girls there, by the way. My God, and let me tell you. When the Sex and the City movies came out, that's when like the hot mo- like the hot single moms would come out or the not even the well not even single moms, just the hot moms, but like the hot cougar ladies too. I remember, I remember. There was this thing um where we would bring a cart into the movie theater. You know, here in the in the Philippines, there's like people that walk into the theaters with my hawak, my dala silang mga popcorn and drinks, right? They'll say, you know, popcorn, drinks, blah, blah. We, had, we called it a hawking cart, right? In the States. And so we'd go in there with a giant cart full of, you know, popcorn and drinks and shit. And this, this was Sex in the City. I remember, I, I recall. Sex in the City, I forgot if it was the first or the second movie. I worked there for both. Eh? And this, this hot, like, she must have been like 30s. And I was at this time, you know, I was 20, 20, 20, 21, 22. And she was hardcore flirting with me because she was drunk already. 
And I got her number and I remember like, like I called in and I guess maybe she sobered up and realized that that was a dumb mistake and she never returned my calls or my texts. But that was like, what? That was crazy. <laughs> but, but besides the, um, besides the, the pretty girls, the, 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 the thing that I really reminisce about are my coworkers. Man, I, most of my really good friends, like I met working at the movie theater. And it's because you bond over like the, the work. You bond over your love of movies. You bond over how much you hate customers. You bond over, you know, funny things that happen. It's the camaraderie that's really built. And for me, I liken it to those teenage teeny bopper comedies or movies or TV shows where the, the main character works a job and then they have friends that work at the same job and they kind of goof around. That's pretty much what it was for me at least. huh? I mean, there were some people who really took the job super seriously, like this guy named Martin, who I really like actually. He was there for a while. He was very by the book. But me, I was kind of like a – I felt like I was like just like a chill dude and just get the job done. And I was a hard worker. I won Employee of the Month. If you go to the theater, they still have the wall of Employee of the Month. I won Employee of the Month for June or July of 2010. It should still be there. Damn, I should go back and check it out. If anyone is listening in San Diego and you go to that theater, please tell me my name. It's not my It's not my JC Tevez, though. Just look for Jose Carlo if you find it. You'll know who I am. It's the only Pinoy name up there. Um, Yeah, it was... The, my coworkers, like some of my best friends, I even lived with a couple of them throughout my time in San Diego. So I mean, I'm not gonna shout out everybody, but it, like, they really, you really bond, and it, it's for me, the friendships there are awesome. I remember, I even remember who I got hired with. I got hired with my good friend. His name is George, white guy. His name is George. George, nice. No, his name's not George, white guy, but he's a white guy named George Bulls. Uh, I got hired with my my friend. His name is Dedrick. He's a black guy. So he's Dedrick the black guy and George the white guy. And I also got hired with two girls, uh, both white girls. I don't know why I'm listing their races. Uh, Laura Brooks and Jill, who only worked there for a while. She was a weird one. I think she was on drugs all the time. But anyway. And down the line, I, I dated a girl that I worked at the movie theater with. That didn't end well. <laughs> don't shit where you eat, people. Uh... Yeah, I dated a girl. I did a actually I dated a couple girls who worked at the theater, uh, but one became my girlfriend. The others I kind of just um, fooled around with. Um, yeah, and the free movies I watched so many movies from 2010 to 2015. Do the math, and every month I probably watch like 10, 15 movies. So just do 10 times 12, 120 movies a year times five, 600 movies a year. Or 600 movies in five years. Probably. Something like that. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if that's what it was. And we would get all the free screenings, like the early screenings. I remember watching Avengers. The first Avengers movie. We caught the, the, the movie a day before it was released in the U.S. Oh, man. That was one of the best experiences ever. It was just, you know, it was like how many people worked at the theater? Maybe like 50. So it was like 50 of us in the theater. And we were all in awe of watching this, like, just this fucking never-before-seen team-up of superheroes. Ah, classic. And we would watch at, like, 1 or 2 in the morning, man. 
Like it was like employee screening after the theater had closed. Yeah. Shit, I've talked in 19 minutes. There's so much I want to say about the theater, but I feel like I'd just be boring. I don't know if it's like a niche market. If you have any questions about working at a movie theater in the U.S., please message me on Instagram, uh, Tevez of the Best. I, I've been replying to a lot of people anyway, so do it. Um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's like the best shit. So if you're working in this, if you're listening to this in the States, if you're a college kid or something, Dude, go work at a movie theater. It's awesome. There's there's free movies, free popcorn, hot babes everywhere, man. I don't know what it is. I mean, chicks, hot chicks love movies, right? Right? So yeah, that's my that's the that's my topic for today, man. I mean, should I keep going now? I'll, I'll wait for more specific questions from you before I I kind of talk about whatever. Also, uh before I close this off, I'm going to end this early. I'm, I guess I should go to sleep soon. Uh, this Friday... Uh, oh, no. No, no, no. Nothing. I thought I had something this Friday. But there's something funny that happened to me on air just before I end this podcast. There's this singer, okay? Her name is spelled... Okay, listen to me. M-A-B-E-L. Right? M-A-B-E-L. And for the longest time... Because I've never heard... I've only heard her music. I've never watched her interviews. I've never seen her music videos... Uh, so I've been calling her Mabel. Like, I thought she was like a Latina girl. Like, hey, it's Mabel. Mabel. Her name is Mabel, bro. And I just got corrected today for after months of calling her Mabel. So I was shook. I was fucking shooketh. Mabel. <laughs> My God, that was a fail. Like, I was like, shit, I need to quit as a radio DJ. Loser. Ah, radio, by the way, is probably the best job ever. Next to movie theater, like radio is like number one, movie theater is number two, or they're tied. Yeah, what other did it? Yeah, the movie theater. Yeah, ask me for particular experiences. I, that, oh, that's why it shaped who I was uh, because of my friendships there. But also, I really learned how to talk at the movie theater because you're always talking to people. Like thousands of people go in there every day, especially weekends. You'll deal, you deal with thousands of fucking people. And whether you're in box office, whether you're in concessions, whether you're even ushering and setting up the lines, you just, you have to talk to people. Like, it's the nature of the job. You like people, you hate people, introvert, extrovert, you gotta say, uh, hey, good morning, sir, can I start you off with a large popcorn and a large drink today? Or I, I used to say refillable so that they'd be like, yeah, let's get one of those. And, yeah, I mean, I would ask them, hey, what movie are you here to see? And then they'll say, they'll say a movie. Like, oh, here to see Avengers. Oh, that movie is so good, bro. Or if it's a movie that I didn't really like, I'd be like, oh, let me know what you think. <laughs> it really, really taught me a lot. Like, I love that. I fucking love that job. Five years, man. Best five years of my life. Uh, and, you know, there's days where I feel like I wish I could just go back there and, like, work a shift or two and just kind of just live it up. Shit, you don't even got to pay me. I just kind of want to hang out and, and watch people do their thing yeah oh should i share this oh i created this this uh maybe i'll share it for jasmine who listens to this uh about when i first started so about a year after i started working in the theater i it was difficult to want to like if i wanted to change or exchange or swap shifts with people i started this facebook group called the regal shift trade page shift shift trade page and i just checked it right now and i'm still an admin 
And they're all the members in this group. I don't have any fucking clue who they are, but the group is still active. So all my friends who I knew when I, when this group started eight, nine years ago, like they're all gone. But it, it's constantly been updated with like the, the fresh, you know, fresh meat, the new blood, uh, the new sacrifices <laughs> of the theater, the new workers. So it's it's so crazy, man. Like I'm seeing people like these these discussions are all go date all the way back to 2010 2011 and it's so wild that i'm i'm i this group that i started i started this one like i'll take credit for it is still going and still being used by the staff dope and also we had a phase in regal uh the the movie theater we had a clash of clans phase and is that regal Cla- regal knights i think is what i called it <gasps> Oh shit, it's still open. Regal Nights, man. Uh, damn, my last post was March 2, 2015. <laughs> we had like everyone in the theater was in all about that game. And you guys ever play Clash of Clans? COC? That game's pretty, like, it's still going. I still have an account. I'm Town Hall 10. Haven't played in almost a year. But that's pretty, it's pretty crazy, man. Sorry I bored everyone. I hope I didn't bore you. I'm just talking about my own life today. Sorry, there's nothing relatable. I don't know if you even learned anything about working in a movie theater. But ask me questions and I'll try to answer next time. Have a great rest of your uh, Friday. Enjoy your weekend. I'm going to try to get some sleep now. And I'll catch you all later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.